This is Government Gone Digital. Dana Birchman, Chief Digital Officer here in Gilbert, Arizona, and I'm here today with two members of my team, Jennifer Alvarez and Derek Konofalski, and we're joined by a very special guest for this episode, our Mayor, Jen Daniels. Yay! Yay, hooray! Thank you for having me. Yes. So, Mayor, we were just recognized as the number one most prosperous city in the country, according to the Economic Innovation Group, and in the article they call Gilbert a young up-and-comer. So this is just awesome, and we're really excited about it, and... You're the mayor, so how much pride must you feel with this new recognition? Oh, there's no doubt about it. When this announcement came out, we were just over the top about it. And the reason is, is because we feel like we're finally being recognized for all the hard work that's gone on for really generations in our community. This is a very well-planned, well-thought-out community and a place really where anybody can come and thrive. And that makes a huge difference as we're building Gilbert. Absolutely. We were really excited because the other cities on the list, major U.S. cities like Austin, Seattle, San Francisco. So to be included and then not only included, but topping them out um, is really, you know, quite quite significant, I think, for little Gilbert that was once known as the hay capital of the world, right? Oh, yeah, to see that list and see Gilbert at the top ahead of San Francisco, Austin, Seattle. I mean, that's just incredible for us, Dana, who we've grown up in Gilbert and seen it really grow from that farm town to what it is now of growing, um, fast-paced, exciting city, um, even though it's still a town. But um, it's just incredible to see us right up there with those major cities that you would never expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm I, I'm I'm kind of really excited about the fact that we get a lot of recognitions from various different places, but some of them are like blogs and like you know just mm-hmm. kind of who knows how they came up with this stuff or, or or if anybody cares what they think. Like it's great that Gilbert is like you know number two and all these different things, but this is like an actual legit recognition. Um, several different government groups have told us you know have have sent stuff out, kind of highlighting the fact that Gilbert is the number one um, for this. So I, I like I think that's cool because this is something that not just we take pride in, but like other people can't really just blow it off and say like, oh, it's, that's nothing. Like this it's is the real It's based on real, real data. Yeah, this is the real deal. So that's I, what I loved I'm about very, it very too. happy about that. Yeah, and Derek, when you talk about um, people taking pride in it, it really blew up on social media too. People were so proud to talk about how amazing Gilbert is and that that we are the most prosperous. And people who live in Gilbert were tagging other people saying, hey, so we just got this ranking. Are you going to move here? Like, when are you going to move here? Here's another reason to move to Gilbert. Um, We had people commenting, um, hey, I want to move there. Or I'm coming from Austin to run a marathon in November, and I'm coming to see Gilbert as well. It's really fun to see those comments and how engaged and proud citizens are and how it's really grabbing attention from people um, nationwide. And I think it's really cool, Mayor, kind of to put you on the spot a little bit here, but one of the things, our demographics in our community obviously had a huge part in this. We have a very highly educated community. We have you know, a high um, average income, and our median age is 32. And what's really cool is I hear a lot when I'm talking to other cities that their 
um, mayor and council or the representatives aren't a reflection of their community. And I think what's so amazing is that our mayor, you, it really is. And you're young, you're, you're a, a mother to four kids who are growing up in the school system. And so you really have your finger on the pulse of what's happening in Gilbert and what great things, and you're raising your family here. And I just, that was kind of one of the first things that struck, struck me was, wow, and do they know we have this, you know, really cool, young, hip female mayor, too, on top of it, you know? <laughs> Well, that's an honor and thank you for the kind words. But I honestly, when I saw it first, the, you know, the announcement that we were the most prosperous in the country, I thought that's so awesome because we're just getting started. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, I'm looking ahead and I'm constantly looking ahead. What does the next five years in Gilbert look like? What is the next 10 years? How are we setting up future mayors and councils for success in 20 years? How do we make sure that the business community has all the infrastructure they need to grow as the community continues to grow? We have 250,000 people now in Gilbert, but we're not going to hit build out until 330,000, 350,000 maybe, depending on how the zoning ends up in our community. If we you keep getting these know. recognitions, I'm telling you, they're just going to keep coming. <laughs> That's right. But even beyond that, we want people to live, work, and play. So something like this helps other businesses really to know that they're going to have the workforce that they need in this community. There's going to be a certain um, climate within our community that wants to see success. Um, we instill it in our kids. We instill it in our schools. We instill it in the businesses. And I think you're just seeing the spread across Gilbert. And it's just been a really inspiring, inspiring thing. Yeah, and there were other Arizona cities we should mention that made the top 10, Scottsdale and Chandler, so our neighbors. And they talked a lot about the Southwest as a whole, as a region, being able to really, you know, attract. And we're newer. I think, you know, one of the things was um, median home age was one of the factors that was considered, and it's 15 in Gilbert. So we are a new community in that sense. And I always love to describe to people that we're in this evolution of really, I think, from a bedroom community to a more thriving, booming business community. And I know when we released our Justin Timberlake dance video about a, over a year ago, we had so many people responding saying, Gilbert, that place looks amazing. And, you know, we were finally able to highlight in certain things like National Sunglasses Day. We did a dance video to kind of show the sun shines here every day. You know, it's beautiful weather, um, great quality of life, affordable housing. Um, another common theme that we hear from many other cities where, um, you know, either they can't live, work, and play in the same city, maybe because of um, the cost of housing. And so we are really fortunate here that now, if you would have told me when I grew up here that I would have a job or a career here, and I'm sure Jen can relate, um, I would have said, what, are you crazy? You'd have to leave Gilbert to find a job. I mean, I mean that I was... definitely wouldn't have told you <laughs> that I'd be working in, in, Gilbert, in Gilbert, right? Arizona Derek's from Detroit. Yeah. And, you know, we had it, we were interviewing candidates the other day and there was a candidate that said that they came here as a stop through. Basically, they were planning to move to California. They had come from London and they were going to be spending some time here with family and then moving to LA. And she said, we just fell in love with Gilbert. And I love the way she described that. She's like, we were here short term and we've fallen in love with it. It has surprised us. And I hear that from a lot of people, that people are genuinely surprised when they do come here or bring their business here. Um, just what a great place it is. And we are the second safest city in the country. So we do, like we said, get have other accolades. And there's other things that are you know, lending itself to this. We have a great school system. Um, but it, it is really makes our job, from a marketing perspective, so much fun, so diverse. Every day there's something different. We love to be able to talk about these types of recognitions. 
And it, it didn't happen by accident. And I think that's the thing that we have to keep hammering home. We have this thriving heritage district, our redevelopment area, and there's been a ton of investment and planning that's gone into the success of that area. We also have stayed ahead of infrastructure and how important it is that we prioritize things like safe streets and um, our police and fire and others in order to be able to get to the place where we are today. Um, it's going to take still a lot of that same forethought and a lot of effort. Um, I, I am in a unique position to be able to see this community from many different angles. I did not grow up here, um, but I certainly, uh, this is our home. We're never leaving. So you guys are stuck with me at least uh, for a little while. But I grew up in the Bay Area, so I grew up in really what was known as a, a thriving metropolitan area. They haven't stayed ahead of the growth. They haven't stayed ahead of the infrastructure. They're, there's such a large population there now, and they can't get ahead of things like that. We have the benefit, yes, of being new, but also having generations of leaders who are looking to the future. What does it look like, and how can we really plan and prep for that? Yeah, I'm really proud of our staff. Like everybody that works for the town, that that I mean, this is obviously something. You know, we should probably mention what the categories or what the like. Yeah qualifications for this word yeah. but just like if when you look at them I, I genuinely feel like it's it's not just an effort from town staff but also residents that that live here like just the, the whole thing is kind of like the perfect mix of of hard work and and just awesomeness on on everybody's part like it's really cool yeah. Um, the seven factors um, that determined the ranking were high school diploma attainment, change in employment, poverty rate, percentage of unoccupied houses, median income as a percentage of the state's median income, and change in percentage of business establishments. So I think that's really cool. And I agree with you, Derek. The staff really, um, you know, we're a very lean organization when it comes to other cities. And I think people are always surprised at our output um, because we may have had this reputation for being, you know, understaffed at times or in certain areas. And yet I think that provides our staff more opportunities to do more outside of their traditional um, job description or lane that they think they're in. And it gives you opportunities for growth and looking to take on more projects. And the pride, we keep coming back to that, but it's such a big piece of, you know, we have a really... Um, focused social media strategy. And we always say, go where your residents are. And we're really fortunate because of the demographics I mentioned earlier, that the majority of our residents are engaging with us online. And so we don't have to worry about, you know, as much about an elderly population. Although I did see that um, the retirees are spending more time on Facebook than uh, millennials these days. And I would agree because my parents are retired and they're definitely spending more time on <laughs> Facebook than I am. And so even in the last five years since I've been here, I've seen that change where it used to be, all right, we still have to think of some of those traditional ways to reach people on top of it. But now more and more, that online conversation is growing. And I think we have a lot of, it's kind of like the perfect storm. We have a lot of things working to our advantage and a lot of things we can capitalize on when we're looking to reach our audience. So Mayor, you mentioned not growing up here. So what drew you to Gilbert? Like what, what drew you to want to raise your family here and move here? So just the aesthetics of our community. It's a beautiful community. Um, we're Tree City. We, we claim Tree City status, which means we have a, a, a large, large uh, grass park area emphasis. And as a mom, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for good schools. I'm looking for safe neighborhoods. I'm looking for, you know, places for my kids to play and run and roam. And um, I didn't have that growing up. I didn't have that ability to really run and roam. It wasn't safe for me to do that where I grew up. And how 
fortunate I feel like my kids are that they can and that they do and that they enjoy that. One of the things I really think that Gilbert and our staff are incredible at focusing on is really the modernizing of government. And we're seeing it in our economy um, in the community, and but there's a huge effort and emphasis on innovation, thinking outside the box, doing something creatively. Just because we've done something that way the, over and over and over again doesn't mean that that's the right way and that we can't change. It also means you have to have an acceptance for some failure. And that's really hard for us in government to think that we're going to allow ourselves to fail in some way. But the best innovation happens when it's an actual, you have an actual ability to fail, learn, try again. And we're trying to instill that type of culture within our town team, but you're seeing it extend throughout all the corners of Gilbert. And you see it in neighborhoods. We have innovative neighborhoods like Agritopia and others where you just see really remarkable things happen with community gardens and a huge epicenter and all this growth and development. You're seeing it in our heritage district and the way that it's developing. You're seeing it in our business community and how these buildings are being built and what they're doing inside these buildings. And so this innovation, this this thought process that it's okay to fail, pick yourself up, learn from it, and do it again in a new way, in a better way, in a different way. It's making a huge difference. Oh, yeah. So, Mayor, that's a perfect segue. We can't um, not mention this as you talk about uh, modern government and leadership. Dana actually just received the Modern Government Leadership Award um, from Granicus for the Digital Strategy Awards. So, I mean, that that is you put that perfectly where, you know, she gives us the opportunity to try and fail. If something doesn't work out, work out, we just move on. And so um, really that we've seen I've seen that mentality grow in the five years that I've been here with Gilbert, and it's fun to see people um, get outside their lane and understand the bigger picture and how they can make an impact here in Gilbert. Well, and Dana mentioned the output, but if people are excited to come to work every day and they know they're going to be given an opportunity to be challenged, they know they're going to be given an opportunity to succeed, to try something new, to do something differently, they're excited to come here, and their output is proving that. And so we can do more with less because of the kind of people that we have on the team. Yeah, you mentioned it a little bit earlier, and I think that to me, that's what the thing that drew me to Gilbert. Because, like, like we mentioned, I'm not from here originally, and I, or I, when I came to Arizona, it was because I had moved out to California and just couldn't afford to live there anymore. I was going to school, and basically my day was just go to school, go to work, do homework, go to bed, go, you know, like nothing else was happening. So a friend of mine that that lived out here in Arizona was like, oh, you should come move to Arizona. Like it's it's way cheaper. You'll probably not have to work as much or whatever. So I moved out here and just kind of slowly made my way to Gilbert and the thing that really got to me and, and I think it reflects in the the culture here and the staff too but but mainly just in the community is that that community feeling the the support that everybody has like the the people it's almost like a, lo- a pride or a loyalty or something but but I think that people are more willing to take a chance or to do something creative or to do something new and unique and exciting when there's support behind them, where if they fail, they're not going to be failing on their own. They have people to support them. And Gilbert is like amazing at that. You know, you mentioned Agritopia, Val Vista Lakes has a huge community, you know, the Heritage District obviously has a huge community, but just everywhere that, that big city, small town you know, dichotomy for whatever works here. Like that's in most communities in the country, I could never be the mayor. Yeah. And it's because I didn't grow up here. I don't have deep roots here. Mm -hmm. My husband's Mm -hmm. not from here either. 
it's because of the kind of people that live here that people can come here and truly be successful. And it's because you have that network, you have that community, you have that organization where they are welcoming new ideas. We are welcoming the opportunity to explore a new way. And in most communities, I would never have been elected mayor. I've only lived in Gilbert for 13 years. I agree. So it's not, it's not something that um, I take for granted. That's well, for and sure. even, even just like when you look at the way that people live their, their daily lives, like the things that they purchase and the places that they go and the businesses that they, that they, you know, support and things like that. Most people, I would say in, in most communities, they don't, they just look for whatever is easiest, cheapest, most convenient. Whereas here in Gilbert, I know for a fact, because like even my friends and family, we're, we're the same types of people. We'll spend more on something if we know that it came from Gilbert or that we know that it was like something local. You know, we'll go to, to Hale Theater or whatever to see a show there because it's like right here and we know that what, you know, even the part of the reason why I came to work for Gilbert was because I live here. I'm proud of this community. I want to help make it better. I want to, you know, to, I want to see it grow. I want to see it be successful. And I just, I feel like that attitude just permeates everything, both from the staff, but also from the people that live here in the community. And Gilbert's a little different. Yeah. And if you want your government job where you're going to just, you know, be doing the same thing every day, I always talk about it with the, you know, the keeping the wheels turning lights on mentality, this is not the place for you. And I think that that has been a shift over especially the last decade or so where, you know, now everyone I think in this organization is really focused on thinking about how to do things differently and innovatively, not just because we've always done it that way. And I have to mention Spark because our Spark App League program, because when you talked about innovation and getting creative, you know, Spark App League was something that was born when I was desperate and had no resources to pay for a mobile app. I had zero budget and I was like, okay, how am I going to get creative? So I went to local tech companies, see if they could help, didn't work. Went to ASU college students were busy they had their own thing going but what about high school students and then since then it's grown younger in to include junior high and this whole idea it's really evolved to this homegrown entrepreneurial idea so now we're exposing junior high and high school students to coding at first it was computer science related majors like getting them thinking about computer science related careers or majors with the hopes that maybe then they would want to go to college and they would choose those majors because we had a job gap. And now everyone needs to know how to code. It doesn't matter if you're going to be an English major, a math major, or if you really do want to be an engineer. You've got to understand some basis of coding. So how amazing for us that as things have evolved with technology and innovation, obviously we have this program that we've been able to evolve with it and include, now we have a beginning and an advanced event and we're actually collaborating with the Smithsonian Um, from D.C. on taking prompts that they do physical activities and turning them into games or apps that people can use online. And so the Smithsonian is just completely blown away at the work that we're doing. And what's so crazy to me is it all started with me with a problem that I had of lack of resources, being creative, thinking about partnerships. We talk a lot about public-private partnerships, but, you know, looking for the resources outside and being you know, creative and thoughtful about how you can be innovative and who might want to work with you. And that's the problem with government. A lot of times they, like I said, they stay in their lane or in their box and they're not thinking about, you know, well, how could we do this differently? Or maybe how could we save money? Or who could we work with that might want to help us? And there are so many opportunities, whether it's your local college or university or your school districts or a tech company like Waymo, which is the self-driving project who sponsors um, our Spark program, which was, you know, formerly Google. 
And they were doing a pilot program in our community and in neighboring communities. And so that works out. It was a natural fit. So be looking for those opportunities and be creative in thinking about, you know, who's out there that might want to help you. And again, if you tap into other people's community pride, they're going to be jumping to help you and at your door. And they understand that, you know, everything we do is on the taxpayer's dime and we're very conscientious of the money that we're spending. And so I think, you know, for people listening in other cities, they always ask, like I say, the two probably most important things are the buy-in from the top down, getting leadership like you, Mayor, and our town manager to understand why it's important to really go all in on all of all things innovative. And I think that's why Gilbert is so prosperous. And the second is, you know, we're lean. And so thinking about doing things differently, not the way that you've always done it. And so those are both such important points that I think differentiate Gilbert from any other city. Yeah. And I think we, we too, because of that, the, the, like the the attitude that we have towards things, uh, I don't think another community, even with like the Waymo sponsorship and them and them piloting that program here, you know, you mentioned that there's some other cities in the East Valley. I think that that our our region, even we have like a different thinking than the majority of communities, because I don't think Waymo would have gone into other communities if, you know, if they even felt like there was going to be that resistance. Like we you have to be just as open as a community or as a, a government as an organization has to be to, to take a chance on you, you know? And, and I think that more places or more companies or more businesses are willing to take a chance on us because we're willing to take a chance on our community and on them. Well, it all starts the people, right? Whether it's the citizens in our community, it's the staff that make up team Gilbert, or it's the people who make up our business community. It all starts with the people. And then from there, it's the perfect fit. Um, just related to that, but one of my favorite like mission, I don't know if it's a mission statement or, or what, but uh, Apple computers, they're, they're like number one, like company culture rule or like their, their, their mantra or whatever is our heart and soul is our people. And I think that like Gilbert is kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Like I totally agree with that. And it, it's not really a surprise to me that Apple's like the number one company in the United States. And you know, the, and Gilbert Gilbert's is the number, the number one, one city. Most prosperous city. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that, there's really something to that though. So my job is really to be engaged with the people on a regular basis. I represent them. It's really important to me that I answer my own email, that I do a lot of my own personal engagement, that I'm out amongst the people. I'm at the farmer's market on Saturday morning or I'm at the parks um, making sure that, you know, things are going well. It's really important to me to be engaged. And I think people want to feel pride in their community. I think you can build pride in any community you have to build it from the ground up. So you take some of your influencers, you take some of your cheerleaders of your community. In this case, we have two homegrown girls sitting right here and they have great pride and belief in Gilbert. And you build on that. You take that opportunity and then you start engaging. And it really is one at a time um, in many different ways, but it can be built that sense of pride. And from that sense of pride, you can do really amazing, innovative things, but you have to have that buy-in, I think that belief mm-hmm. in the people. Yeah, when I'm hiring, I'm not ever looking for candidates who just want to have a government job or work at a city. I'm looking for people that want to be in Gilbert, that want to be a part of this team. And that's really important to me. If they seem like the type of candidate who would just take a job in any city because they want the retirement benefits or be in the, you know, whatever that might be, um, 
I can spot that a mile away. And I know when someone wants to be here because it's Gilbert or because they've looked at the work we're doing or they know. I heard um, one of our HR, newest HR employees said, oh, yeah, I work here because I saw the Justin Timberlake video. And so I applied for the job. And I was like, you really? You did? And I thought that was so. You like us. You really like us. I couldn't believe that. But then I really thought about it. And I was like, of course, you know. And because that is a reflection of what this community is like. And because we're growing, every day is different. And there's something new to experience or something great to promote. And that's what makes it so exciting. So what are you most looking forward to as we approach Build Out in the next, you know, five years, ten years? I just see so much opportunity, I think, for the, you mentioned homegrown entrepreneurialism, but I think it it starts there, but it extends in so many different ways. And that is for people to decide that they're going to give back in Gilbert because they want to be part of something really special. And I'm seeing it. I'm seeing this wave happen. Um, There's all these, you know, makers, if you will, that are popping up, Mm -hmm. that are creating Gilbert gear and um, all, all sorts of different venues. There's just a ton of cultural opportunities that are coming. There's art that's springing up in our community that, you know, we maybe didn't anticipate, but it's an amazing investment that people are making on a regular basis in Gilbert. I'm excited to see what those investments become because they build on each other. The residents in Gilbert, the businesses who choose to operate here are experiencing incredible success. That's what this prosperous um, designation really is indicating. But what that holds for the future is continued individual prosperity, but what you see is that wave of success that will just continue to grow and build. And I think I'm excited mostly about seeing what that can become in a place like Gilbert. I love it. Thank you, Mayor. I'm glad to be for here. For joining us. This Thanks was for so having fun. Me. Thank you, guys. You guys are great. So, yes, um, you can engage with us on social media to our listeners. Follow Mayor Daniels on Twitter at Gilbert AZ Mayor. And you can follow this podcast on Twitter as well at GovGoneDigital. And we'll see you soon from Gilbert, Arizona on Government Gone Digital. Gone Digital.